Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to another episode of Winter Odyssey, Journeys Through the Cold, a new series from the Adventure Games Podcast. In this series, we'll be traveling to some of the coldest and most remote locations in the world through narrative and adventure games. Uh, previously, we've been to, Ar- to the Arctic, we've been to uh, Northern Europe, we've been to Canada, and now, this week, we are traveling to Eastern Europe. So, why not grab a cup of coffee or tea or hot chocolate or hot beverage of your choice, light the fire, snuggle up in a blanket, and join me as we will be traveling to Eastern Europe. The first game I'm going to talk about today is Colat, a horror mystery game set in the northern part of the Ural Mountains. My dear Vera, I know you'll never forgive me for what I've done. The tragedy that I've contributed to shall never find any justification or explanation. I can only cover it up with madness. I take full responsibility for what happened. And I am prepared to be punished. I love you and believe that someday, hopefully, I will be able to tell you all this in person. I wish you all the best. Forever yours, Vitali. I have chosen you. You are remarkable. So, Colat is based on a true event that is quite mysterious. No one knows exactly what happened. What we do know uh, that happened is in 1959, nine skilled alpinists, uh, they went hiking along the northern part of the Ural Mountains and they disappeared. Um, So, Russian investigators then investigated and they found their bodies scattered on the slope of Colat Siakl. Now, they closed the case, and they said that this was due to a compelling unknown force which had caused the deaths, and since then, this has been an unsolved mystery, and it has since gone on to be called the Dyatlov Pass incident. Now, uh, there has been much speculation, many theories about what happened from Aliens to meteors to accident to serial killers to the Yeti. Uh, nobody really knows what happened. Um, so in this game, it's set some time after, and you are tasked with going to uh, Colat Seattle and investigating what happened to these hikers. And now, what will you find? Will you find out what happened, or will you find out something else? Uh, well, it shall remain to be seen. 
Uh, now, I haven't actually played this game myself, but first of all, from a cold perspective, couldn't get much colder. Russia, winter in the Mount Ural Mountains, yeah, pretty cold. And it's great, I'm sure it'd be great to play from the comfort of your own home in 30 different trailers and screenshots, screenshots rather. It does seem like the developers have got this really, really cold, really unforgiving, desolate atmosphere down to the bone. Um, now, one other interesting thing of note. Well, so first of all, uh, this, from what I've read, this seems to be more of a um, walking simulator exploration game. Uh, and the developers say that it is a scary game. It's a horror game. Now, as I said, I haven't played it myself, but based on reviews that I've read, it has got a bit of a mixed reaction. There are some people who like the game. They have said that they enjoyed the exploration, uh, that they enjoyed the fact that it's a um walking simulator and a story as well others however said that they were a little bit bored by it even people who said that they enjoyed uh walking simulators uh they said it's a bit repetitive that you're looking for notes and nothing much actually happens and that it's not actually that scary i haven't played it i still do want to play it myself uh, to give a proper review myself um but one other thing of note actually from uh, this game is that it is narrated by actor Sean Bean. Sean Bean, I'm sure people know, was in uh, Lord of the Rings. He was in m many, many things. Whether his character dies in this game, I don't know. Um, but uh, we shall see. Uh, like his characters in most movies and TV series he is in. Um, and I particularly enjoyed him in Snowpiercer, the TV series. Uh, from a couple of years ago so uh, i'll look forward to checking this out as soon as i can uh, it is available on steam and a pc um, it is developed and published by imgn.pro and that game again is colat next we'll go back further from 1959 to a world war ii set adventure game that has just been released in 2023 and a game that i will discuss is torn away Torn Away is a heartbreaking story about a child at war. <laughs> Little Asya is in the heart of war-torn Europe. The girl miraculously escaped from a labor camp, and now she has only one goal, to get home. Alongside Asya, you are going to hide from soldiers, fight with hunger, cold, and wild nature. Escape from fierce animals. Meet good and bright people, but also embittered dire ones. Work hard. And remember the days of peace when life was so simple, when music was playing at home, and mom and dad were by your side, but ahead is a thousand mile journey. You are in for a harsh but thrilling adventure. <gasps> Asya's life and destiny are in your hands. Are you ready?
So, as mentioned in Torn Away, it is set during World War II. You play as a 10-year-old Asia. She is living a normal life with uh, her mother. She's playing in the backyard with her friends. But Europe is in is involved in the Second World War. And you and your mother are taken to, uh, to go to a forced Nazi labor camp in Germany. Now, after a few really, really difficult months, Asia manages to escape and you must help her get back home. So you need to cross all of Germany and Poland to get back to your home and help Asia reunite with her family. Uh, so this game is a combination. It is uh, an adventure game. It is a little bit of a side-scrolling platformer and it also has a bit, few stealth scenes and uh, also it's a very cinematic game. Again, from the graphics and the trailer, it looks beautiful. There's many different kinds of weather elements from rain, from snow and really unforgiving environments. I don't think we have enough adventure games. We're getting more and more adventure games with some really great stories set in World War II and this seems to be another one. Now I forgot to mention as well that Asia and her mom become Osterbaters and those are people who were forcibly deported from Eastern Europe to work in Nazi labor camps. So we get to learn a bit more about them as well. Now I haven't played this game yet myself but again seems to be uh, some as I mentioned snowy and wintry environments. It was released on the 29th of September 2023. It was developed by Paralysoc and published by Paralysoc and Hawthorne Games as well. And it's got some very positive reviews. As I said, I don't know. People might not like the side-scrolling and the, um, the, the stealth scenes. As I said, I haven't played it myself, but it has got some very good reviews. It's won some awards as well, from what I can see. Uh, there's a variety of gameplay as well. That There are there's some mini-games first-person cinematic levels and it's set in well maybe not based on a true story but these things actually happen it's based on real events that happen to a lot of people and yeah i i am happy that there are more adventure and narrative games based on these real events i think it helps games to be taken more seriously and yeah i look forward to hopefully playing it myself very soon as well it looks fantastic got some great reviews and uh, again, set in a very, very cold, uh, very remote, distant environment. And um, trailers look fantastic as well. So, yeah, the game is Torn Away and it is available on Steam. Now, if you wanted something a little bit cozier and more relaxing and more of a traditional point-and-click adventure game, if you didn't want any horror aspects or if you didn't want anything too traumatizing in the story elements, uh, then one such game you could play is Alexei's Winter Night Adventure. So Alexei's Winter Night Adventure was originally released and published by Nessiesoft and it was released originally for mobiles on, in 2017. It has since had more than 200,000 downloads on mobile and uh, the developer then added two more episodes um, and released it on Steam, and it was released on 4th of April 2021. So, in this game, the year is 1989, and this game is set in Ukraine, and it is, uh, well, it's the 
again, sticking with the winter team, it is a very frosty, very cold, very snowy post-Soviet Ukraine uh, on a cold winter's night. And this is a typical point-and-click adventure, but for for most of the game, for a lot of the, for, for all of the game, the stakes aren't very high. So the game starts off episode one. You don't have the keys to your apartment, and the, the entire first episode, you just need to find the key to get back into your apartment. And the the game it takes place entirely in that one screen. Now it's more difficult, more challenging because there are some characters, there are some hotspots, I need to solve some puzzles um, as well. And you have to then ultimately get into your apartment. Now, the second and third episodes, the neighborhood, the world opens up a bit more. You speak to more characters. And, and again, typical things you do is you have to buy food. You literally have to help a lady, an older lady, cross the road at one point. And uh, just thing, things like that, that there's never anything too stressful that you have to do in this game. Uh, entire game, from what I remember, pl- takes place at night. Uh, but there is light, there is uh, many lamps outside, um, and it's constantly snowing, so again, that snowy winter atmosphere. Uh, there's no dialogue, but the writing, it's, it's to the point. There is some humour, it's not a comedy game, but there is some humour. And the thing about the graphics is all of the screens are, I believe that they were all drawn by pencil. Um, so made by computer, I'm not entirely sure how it was done. But they were, according to the Steam page, according to what the developer told me himself um, by email, that uh, all of the screens were hand-painted, hand-crafted with pencil strokes. And you can tell that it looks completely different to any other game that I have played as well. Um, It didn't take me too long. It took me about two hours to play all three episodes. But, um, But I really enjoyed it. As I said, this is a... A bit of a low stakes game, but that's not necessarily, you know, criticism. I think that's a good thing in this case. You get to see a little bit into the lives of what it was like to live in Ukraine in 1989 or 1990s post-Soviet Union um, Ukraine on a cold winter's night, and they're doing some normal things. So um, it's uh, yeah, it is from as I mentioned, developer Nessiesoft. It is available on Steam. I reviewed this game for the podcast a couple of years ago when it was first released. And I would certainly recommend uh, if you want to uh, play for a relaxing, cozy experience from the comfort of your home. I would definitely recommend people check out Alexei's Winter Night Adventure. Speaking of uh, cold, wintry, snowy locations, uh, sets around Eastern Europe, there is one game or one series that I haven't mentioned yet, but I really, really feel I should mention it. It is a classic adventure game series. It's one of, at least a couple of these games are some of my favorite games of all time. They're point and click adventure games. Uh, You play as a lawyer who travels around, well, the world and in these early games around these locations in a version of uh, an alternate historical version of Russia and Eastern Europe. I am, of course, talking about Siberia, particularly Siberia 1 and 2, which features some very heavy winter locations. So uh, here is a recap of both Siberia 1 and 2. People say Siberia doesn't exist, but people are so wrong. The isle is covered in the tallest grass. Strange grass that grows through the snow. 
Take me to Siberia, Kate Walker. Promise me, Kate. It's time for you to come home now. Your place is here in New York. Kate? Kate Walker! I promise, Hans Varlberg. Now, you may be wondering why I'm only going to talk about Siberia 1 and 2. Well, I suppose we could add Siberia 3 to winter cold atmosphere, but there aren't that many uh, cold locations. It is still set in at least a version of Russia. Um, it's very dreary, it's very desolate, but there aren't, there aren't many cold uh, scenes in it. It's cold maybe in atmosphere but not very many snowy, wintry locations, apart from the beginning of that game. So, yeah, Siberia 3 could be one game, certainly at the very beginning. Siberia, the world before, one of my favourite games, during the last few years, possibly of all time. It is a huge step up from Siberia 3. But again, not very, uh, not, not very cold, not many, very many cold locations there as well, so I won't be discussing that game. Uh, in this series. So for the purpose of this series, Siberia 1 and 2, particularly 2, have some really cold wintry locations. Um, now I don't need to discuss this game too much um, because I'm sure a lot of people know about it already. Uh, now there could be some spoilers ahead for Siberia 1 a little bit if you haven't played that game yet or if you don't know the ending. Um, just please beware, you can stop listening now, play that game, I really highly recommend it, and then come back. In Siberia, you play as Kate Walker, who is a young lawyer from New York, and you arrive in uh, Valet de Land, which is a small town in the French Alps, and your company in New York is going to buy an um, automata automaton factory, uh, and you need to get the signature from Anna Vorlberg. Uh, these days you can probably do it online, but hey-ho, this was released back in 2002. So you arrive all the way there, and then you find that, annoyingly, Anna Verlberg has died. So uh, you uh, then find out from the notary that there was a secret brother called Hans Verlberg. So you need to get his signature. Now, it turns out he's not there. He was kicked out of his home, and uh, you need to find him. Your boss sets you off to find him. 
Uh, you don't know where he is, but luckily there was a train that he designed. And could that train lead you to him? Well, there is an automaton who uh, Hans Froberg helped to create. Uh, and he might know, so he is a conductor of the train as well, as luck would have it. So you need to get on the train and then find Hans Froberg in uh, Siberia 1. Now you need to go through different locations in Siberia 1, but... Uh, Again, not a huge amount of really cold, wintry locations. It isn't until the end of the game that we really see it beginning to snow and feel kind of cold as well uh, in the very last location. So uh, then in Siberia 2, um, as I'm sure people who, who have played this remember, uh, this game continues the story of Siberia 1. So now you found Hans Vorlberg and he said that uh, he is looking for some mammoths uh, that he believes that they still exist and that they are on this island called Siberia, Siberia with a Y. And so you decide to go with him on the train with along with uh, Oscar the Automaton and you go through some adventures uh, to see if uh, you can find these mammoths. Now, in Siberia too, there are some particular locations that are cold and wintry and snowy and one of my favorites is the town of Romansburg. Uh, this is where the this is the first location where you stop. It's actually my favorite location or one of my favorite locations anyway, possibly the entire series, but certainly for the period one and two. It is very, very remote. It is the last uh, stop for civilization, shall we say, before we go into the wild um of uh, just snotty but snowy landscapes and uh and yeah no i i love that location there is um a bar there with these mechanical horses which uh hans has to fix and uh again i could have stayed there i i would have been happy if the entire game had been set in Romansburg. there's a creepy monastery which we have to visit later on at the top of this town and some uh, well, unsavory characters who we meet there as well, who will then uh, follow us on our journey throughout the rest of the game. Uh, but Romansburg is probably my favorite location, certainly in Siberia too. Um, then there's a, another scene uh, set entirely in the monastery. And then after that, well, you do go into the wild. You do have uh, a yuki, which is a cross between kind of a, a small bear and a dog. And you are uh, in a hut. Again, you have to go ice fishing. And then you meet the Yukils, who are um, kind of the indigenous people uh, in this region. And uh, you spend a long time as well where they are in this kind of icy cave place. And the whole the whole place, the whole, um, the, 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 the whole location really gave me that cozy feel. Uh, certainly when I played in winter um, with, again, a hot beverage, hot chocolate or tea, um, it really, really felt very cozy to explore these locations. And I absolutely love these locations in particular. Now, I could spend a lot longer talking about these games. Uh, in fact, I have previously. Um, and I probably will at some point uh, do a special series on these games because I love most of us. Siberia 3, even Siberia 3, which is admittedly not great. It has some issues, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people have said. I think there are some good things about it. 
But yeah, it's still not great. But certainly Siberia 1 and 2, if you wanted any games, point-and-click adventure games um, set in some cozy, wintry locations with a lot of snow and, again, very remote, very cold, then you can't get much colder than at least this version of Eastern Russia. Um, and also I'd recommend these games anyway. They're two of my favourite adventure games of all time Certain Siberia 1 anyway um, and uh, and yeah so those games again are Siberia 1 and 2 which you can find online on PC and on consoles and also uh, recently uh, Microids uh, they released a Siberia 20th anniversary bundle uh, for PC and I believe consoles as well so uh, you can get uh, all these games in one bundle and uh, certainly I'd recommend it. Um, as I said, Beery the World Before is one of my favourite games of all time. Uh, so even if you didn't want to play Siberia 3, you could still play Siberia the World Before, which is fantastic. Um, so yeah, you can still get these games. They're usually available at discounts as well. So highly, highly recommend it. And for these purposes, Siberia 1 and 2, if you want a cosy atmosphere, you know, winter and cold in these games, then uh, I'd highly, highly recommend that you check them out if you haven't already. So I hope you enjoyed that episode uh, as we finish our journey through Eastern Europe uh, for now. And I hope there's uh, some games there that you might be interested in picking up. Hopefully there's something for everyone there. And uh, for next week, uh, we are going to go back to the USA. So there's some... Uh, adventure and narrative games set during winter which can get pretty cold there as well I've heard and uh, of course there will be some post-apocalyptic games uh, which oddly enough seem to happen mostly in the US according to some game developers so we talk with some games set in cold locations in the US there'll be a super popular supernatural game series as well uh, one of which is set in winter and there will be uh, some post-apocalyptic games set uh, in the US as well um, so until then, uh, take care, everyone. Stay warm, stay healthy, and I'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. So I hope you enjoyed that episode uh, as we finish our journey through Eastern Europe uh, for now. And I hope there's uh, some games there that you might be interested in picking up. Hopefully there's something for everyone there. And uh, for next week, uh, we are going to go back to the USA. So there's some... Uh, adventure and narrative games set during winter which can get pretty cold there as well I've heard and uh, of course there will be some post-apocalyptic games uh, which oddly enough seem to happen mostly in the US uh, according to some game developers so we talk with some games set in cold locations in the US there'll be a super popular supernatural game series as well uh, one of which is set in winter and there will be uh, some post-apocalyptic games that uh, in the US as well um, so until then uh, take care everyone stay warm stay healthy and I'll talk to you next week goodbye